I'm Josh Escobedo with Weintraub Tobin. And I'm Scott Hervey with Weintraub Tobin. With the news still fresh from the Copyright Office's partial revocation of the registration issued to Katrina Kashanova for the graphic novel Zara of the Dawn on March 16th, the Copyright Office issued a rule concerning the registration of works containing material generated by artificial intelligence. We are going to talk about this on the next installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. On March 16th, the Copyright Office issued a rule concerning the registration of works containing material generated by artificial intelligence. The purpose of the rule, which really is a policy statement, is to clarify the Copyrights Office practices for examining and registering works that contain material generated through the use of artificial intelligence technologies. First, a little background on why the Copyright Office had to issue this rule in the first place. Generative artificial intelligence technologies are capable of producing a variety of expressive material, including text and images, in response to a text prompt uh, provided by a user. Most generative AI technologies operate through prompts, which are text commands and contain text describing what the AI should generate. The output, which is generated by the AI technology, can be text, graphics, or audio, and are based on the input material that the AI has been trained on. Generative AI technologies have raised questions about whether the material produced is protected by copyright, and if not, to what extent a work consisting of both human-authored and AI-generated material may be registered. These questions are not hypothetical. The Copyright Office has received and is receiving applications to register AI-generated work, with the first dating back to 2018. That application was for a visual work called A Recent Entrance to Paradise. We previously covered the decision by the Copyright Office Review Board's refusal to register the work based on the fact that the work was made without any creative contribution from a human actor. And recently, the office reviewed and partially revoked an application for the graphic novel Zarya of the Dawn, where the graphics were created using the AI tool Midjourney. We recently covered that story as well. And while the Copyright Office's partial revocation of the registration issued to Casanova for Zarya of the Dawn did provide some understanding as to the office's position, this rule provides greater guidance for persons attempting to register works that incorporate AI-generated material. First, it's imperative to understand that the Copyright Office will not recognize a copyright in AI-generated work, and due to federal copyright preemption laws, there is no way that a state could pass a law that would provide any similar type of protection. This means that any work generated by an AI technology is in the public domain, free for all to use. So does this mean that all work generated by an AI technology is not copyrightable? Not necessarily. It's about who is ultimately responsible for the creation of a work's traditional elements of authorship. If they are produced by a machine solely in response to a text prompt, then the traditional elements of authorship are determined and executed by the technology, not the human user. However, if a human exercised the ultimate creative control over how a generative AI technology interprets prompts and generates material, or if a human selects or arranges 
AI-generated material in a sufficiently creative way, or if a human modifies the AI-generated material to such a degree that the modifications meet the standard for copyright protection, then the, those portions of the work representing the human-authored aspects would be protectable. But the copyright protection would not extend to the work in its entirety, only that portion of the work over which a human exercised ultimate creative control. That's right, Josh. Putting aside human manipulation of the AI-generated material, the Copyright Office stated that users do not exercise ultimate creative control over how current generative AI technologies interpret prompts and generate material. But if they did, if the user exercised ultimate creative control over the output, you have to wonder, would that technology still be artificial intelligence? Well, Scott, I guess that raises the issue of what would actually be defined as the human exercising ultimate creative control. I mean, when you think about a number of the AI platforms that are out there, you can provide varying degrees of information or directives to the AI. So to what extent, I mean, if I give the AI a, you know, the platform three or four paragraphs of, of information that I want to essentially compile into a narrative or a work, uh, and it's very detailed, am I exercising the ultimate creative control? I mean, especially when it then gives me a product, I look at it, I review it, and I say, you know, I give it a further directive. Well, move this around, do this, change this, I don't like that. And then the AI once again uh, modifies the work. At that point, aren't I exercising ultimate creative control? I think there's arguments both ways. Yeah, I mean, you raise a good point, Josh. And the Copyright Office in its ruling did say really that this is going to be a case-by-case -case analysis. And I could see in a scenario where the output is text, if you are asking the AI platform to modify something that you've already written, let's say like, let's say the scripts that we write for the briefing, that we want the AI platform to take our script as an input and modify it to um, an editorial format for an article, as opposed to a script for a podcast. Um, I could, you know, obviously, we own the copyright in the original script and the i think there'd be a strong argument that we would own the copyright in the derivative work that was created by the ai platform because all it did was reformat what we had originally input so again i think it's going to be a case-by-case -case basis as as the copyright office so stated in its ruling um the rule ends with some guidance for applicants seeking to register works incorporating um, AI-generated material. However, on the application, an applicant must describe the authorship that was contributed by a human. Uh, applicants should not list an AI technology or the company that owns the AI technology as a co-author because the applicant used it when creating the work also, an applicant must explicitly exclude AI-generated content from the copyright claim. I'm not sure this is the last that we'll see of this issue. 
Oh, it certainly isn't. Last week, lawyers from for Castanova filed a new application for a new piece of artwork produced by uh, her use of stable diffusion, in which Castanova uh, used her own hand-drawn art as one of the inputs. Her lawyers claim that Castanova's exercise of control over stable diffusion made her the author of the work. This may be the first test case of the office's new registration policies. And we'll keep an eye on it and see how it progresses. We'll definitely have to keep an eye on this. This is interesting, Scott. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for tuning into this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel, leave a positive review, and visit our website for additional content at theiplawblog.com. Thank you.